tickets on the way. I see you at the show. Hot 97 WQHT New York. It's not really the rap beef you expected, but then again, everything Kanye West does is a little different. This week, we were mesmerized by the one-hour Kanye rant interview that he did in the UK. You can watch all the epic gems from that one on the Misinfo blog. But afterwards, Jimmy Kimmel spoofed the interview using child actors, and Kanye exploded in fury. Well, a fury of tweets and an angry phone call to Kimmel, where he allegedly said, I am the most powerful voice in media. I am Pac. End quote. I cannot get enough of Hulk Kanye. His next battle is against paparazzi who trespassed at his house at 4 a.m. It's your Hot 97 News Update with Miss Info on Hot 97. WQHT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers. The hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I feel like we need a Latin beat. I feel like we need some music to start the show. I'm so glad you are joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers, your host. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers. Free podcasts of this episode of Street Soldiers. Videos of my Fox 5 stories. Everything else. What's coming up on our shows. Just go to LisaEvers.com. Remember that and go there. It's all easy and it's all right there for you. Now, during the next hour... We're going to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month and talk about a culture that is evolving and growing and adding its own flavor in a wide variety of fields from entertainment and sports to the highest levels of political leadership. Whether you're Hispanic or not, you're probably going to get some new insight into the racial and ethnic group that is now the largest minority in the United States, 53 million strong, according to the census. What does being Hispanic mean to you? Give us a call at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Hit me up on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, at street underscore soldiers. And if you hit us up on at street underscore soldiers, we'll try and get your comments and read some of your tweets on the air. Now, first issue I want to deal with, this started when we began discussing this show because people were saying, why is Hispanic Heritage Month from September 15th until October 15th. Black History Month is simple to remember. It's the month of February. But, you know, it kind of creeps up on us every year, Hispanic Heritage Month. So we did a little research, found out what was going on with this. It started because it was began as a week. Um, Congress decided that they wanted to give the week of September 15th, that was back in the 1960s, 1968 to be exact, they made the week of September 15th Hispanic Heritage Week. Then in 1989, Congress is like, wait a minute, this group is becoming very influential, very powerful, we need to do more with this. They expanded it to a month to, quote, honor the cultures and traditions of people who have roots in Spain, Mexico, and the Spanish-speaking nations of Central America, South America, and the Caribbean. So let's just, there was no diss there, because some people were like, why? Why is it the middle of the month and the next month? It kind of doesn't look right and all this stuff. So anyway, we got that straightened out. Let me introduce our great panel um, that we have with us this morning on Hispanic Heritage Month. Very happy. A friend of Street Soldiers been with us. Push for Peace, emceeing all kinds of events. Harlem, Newark, wherever we go. He's there with us. The one and only Ruperto Vanderpool, comedian. You see him on Diddy's Bad Boys of Comedy. He's been in the movies with Queen Latifah, The Barbershop. He's got a show up up and coming in uh, November at the Lehman Arts Center. That's in the Bronx with Paul Rodriguez. That's going to be crazy. Ruperto, thank you very much for being with us. What up, Lisa? How we doing, mi gente? Hot 97 Street Soldiers. We here this morning. I'm up. Yeah! 
You are wow. Why did you bring me some of that I coffee? I don't need coffee anymore. I'm good. That's not even a coffee from that. That's from what my mother gave me. That's got to be one of Kareem's uh, green juices or something like that. <laughs> That's actually the coffee my mother used to make when I was like three years old. Because Latinos used to get coffee when you're like three years old in a baby bottle back in the days. <laughs> That was that was our Red Bull, Lisa. Hello. It was the booster. And, and, and put a little, Bacardi, little Bacardi rum on the. Oh, there you go. Get, get you up and in the get, it, get it going on the pacifier. Put the baby right to sleep. That's old school. That Not new school. school. New school is you know. They don't do that. Put no on more. some soothing music and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, like, that's considered mom. abusive now. I agree. <laughs> it is right. It worked, it worked when we were kids, but now they don't see it. Yeah, that it's way. everything's you know things are constant. Like we said, evolving, yes. changing, growing, and that's it. Um, our next guest is you know me. As Audubon. He is a rapper. His new single is called Smoke Signals. You see him on MTV's Washington Heights reality show, bringing the heights to everybody around the world. Audubon, thanks so much for being with Thank us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. And you know, that. we're going to put you in the, I, I would have to say, TJ, one of the top 10 rappers for being able to get up this early on a Sunday morning live <laughs> and being uh, in that, studio on tough. Hot 97. On time. <laughs> on time. On time. I did, the truth on, is not sleeping. I just, I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> Went right through, you know, <laughs> studio to here. So. That's all. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being here. We, we no really problem. appreciate it. Also with us is Karim Ramos. He's a <laughs> lifestyle and fitness expert, otherwise known as Karim Ramos, if you're speaking go. in the uh, American dialect. He's the author of a new book, From Fat Farm, that's F-A-T Farm, to Fat Farm, P-H-A-T Farm. And the reason it's called that is because he's the columnist, health and fitness guru for Russell Simmons' website, Global Grind. The book has been endorsed by Run and also by Russell. Kareem, thanks so much for being with us. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. And we also have with us another artist of a different type of music, Maluka. She is the first Dominican, I'm told by our executive producer, Tone Capone, to be signed to Universal. So congratulations. Thank you. This is news to me, too. So, All right. You've just been doing your thing all along. See? You're making history. I know. And you find out right here on Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I know. Legendary. Legendary. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. It's a beautiful thing. Maluka, we want to hear about your music. You grew up in the grew up in Washington Heights also, right? Or the Bronx? Yeah. I grew up in Washington Heights, half in Washington Heights, and half in the Lower East Side. All right. So, so I'm got, like half and half, uptown and downtown. All right. So we got a little different neighborhood thing going on. Mm-hmm. Also with us is Eddie Pagan. He's a documentary filmmaker. And he's made this documentary that deals with Latino stereotypes. And Eddie, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Actually, I feel like I have to overcompensate now with that energy that Vanderpool threw out. We got a fitness guru, a lovely performer here, a rapper. How am I going to top any of that? I'm just. Kareem's going to have us all doing push ups exactly. uh, in the studio here on the we floor. We got Street Soldier Boot Camp coming up next. <laughs> exactly. right. I'm down with that. Exactly. We're always on the grind. It's a, li- it's a way of life, it's exactly. not just a show. It's a way of life. Ruperto, let me talk about with the comedy, the laughter. There's such a joy with the Hispanic culture. That's one of the things that I love about it the most. Tell me about that. And comedy. Well, comedy comes with... I'm I'm a first-generation Dominican-American, and like comedy, like, is always in our house because, you know, I come from poverty, and when you you come from poverty, you get creative and funny. Keeps keeps from having the food... Not having the food on the table to keep your stomach, you know, filled up with laughter. So so growing up, you know, being Latino, just just the creative Crazy antics in our home—it just—it just—it's just insane, you know. From like, like I grew up with eight brothers and sisters in a little. 
two-bedroom house, you know what I mean? Like six bunk beds all over the place and a chihuahua, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> so we just, you know, the humor is within us, man. We, we laugh at it. You laugh at your pain. That's what comedy is about, you know? And, you know, that's uh, growing up, being Latino was a beautiful thing in the Bronx and, and the Heights. So, When did you know that you could turn this into a career? Like, how did that happen? Uh, high school. You know they got the, the class clown? Right. I wasn't that. I was the hallway clown. <laughs> Going from, like, like the one class to the other. And, you know, like, the seven-minute grace period you get to, to get to another class. You know, so I would snap on people. You know, I used to hang around ESL, the Spanish-speaking Latinos, and snap on them. When they <laughs> English as a second language. <laughs> Here you go. You know, the no socks. And, you know. And, so I used the to, sandals. The sandals. In November. In November. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Upper Manhattan. <laughs> Shout out to our people uptown. <laughs> so you know, you know, just being hyper in school, and then that 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 gave me like the transition of me saying, you know what, I think I got something here. And being Latino too, when I when I came out doing stand up comedy, they had very few Latinos doing it at the time. And you know, the only person I've like known of being of success Latino was Freddie Prince on back in the days in the seventies called Cheek on the Man, and he was like my only influential influence I've had to look to. Wow, this guy is a comedian. You know, he was from the Heights, and that was my only connection of, you know, Latinos. And, and then you have Paul Rodriguez, and then later on, George Lopez. But those are the things that I wanted to be like, you know, made me inspired to go like, you know what? I need to do something that my, my community, I wanted to speak about my voice. And then, you know, that's what that came about. And being Afro-Latino, too, you know, which we, we, we in our, in our, in our, in our, within our subculture of being black Latino, you know, I felt that I wanted to touch on that as well and through humor, you know. So that was one of the things I wanted to. Quote. All right, we we did. We definitely have a lot of a lot of Dominicans represented here. <laughs> According to the census, 2011, 65 percent of the Hispanics in the United States are Mexican. 9.4 percent mm-hmm. Puerto Rican. 3.8 Salvadoran. 3.6 Cuban. 3% Dominican. I don't know. That number seems a that's, lot higher to me. That doesn't yeah. seem right. 2.3. Right. Yeah. 2.3. It certainly <laughs> isn't 3.0 on don't street soldiers here. Documented. We're like 99% <laughs> Alone in here, I think we broke the ratio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. A little Venezuelan here. Okay, I got to throw that in. 2.3 and uh, 2.3 uh, Guatemalan. And Maluka, I wanted to uh, talk with you about the music because, you know, mm-hmm. you, you were talking about like your musical influences, the style that you have is very, very unique. And congratulations on all the success you're enjoying right thank now. you thank you i mean my f- one of my biggest influences is uh this puerto rican group from the bronx from back in the day called esg and um i don't know if they're like their song ufo was like one of the big biggest break dancing songs of all time so they were like puerto rican from the bronx but they were experimenting with hip-hop and electro and they weren't defined by oh we're Puerto Rican, so we can only do salsa, or we can only do reggaeton, or we can only do merengue or whatnot. They just took from every genre. Yeah, well, they majorly took from hip-hop and electro. And then put that together. And what about you? Because you, you've listened to all the merengue, cumbia, everything. Rave. A lot of rave music. I went to a lot of raves growing up. I used to go to this one rave underneath the George Washington Bridge. When I was like 16. <laughs> and what about the music, the the, his, the traditional Hispanic music, the, the Latin beat? How have you incorporated that into this music that you're making now that's very new and very exciting? So I take from my roots like um, Mambo Gaga, um, uh, Salsa, Cumbia, and mix it with like electronic music and all the music that I kind of grew up with in New York City, drum and bass, jungle, dubstep. So I kind of mash it up all together. I made it all together into this amazing, amazing. We're going to hear a little bit later on. Audubon, 
Yes. Rapper, reality TV star. Uh, you don't like that, right? Nah. Just rapper. Yeah. Who happens, but you can see him on a reality show. How's I mean, that? Does that sound thing, better? The thing is, that, like, when you say reality show star, then it just makes it seem like you're talent. And it was like, uh, Watch the Heights was a show that I produced to my friends and got it to MTV and sold it to them. Tell us about that. How'd that happen? Um, well, like, we, you know, we was. We bought a new camera. It was my friends, me, myself. Uh, I said me, my, I, said, I said myself twice, right? <laughs> me, myself, and I. Three. Myself, That's three people right there. I, okay. Right? So you gotta get <laughs> group those, get, Yeah, get those guys out the way. And it was uh, Nelson Salcedo, Pedro, and Beck. Uh, and basically, we just wanted to shoot something influential on our neighborhood, and like show a different side. Because I feel like you know when you talk about Washington Heights, a lot of people they think plugs, they think you know drug connections, and you know, and that, and that's out there. You can find that, but you could also find like culture. You could find art, you could find like poetry, you know, like music. It was a whole new like subculture that wasn't really being touched, you know what I mean? And I don't feel nobody was doing anything about it. So we decided to, you know, take that into our own hands and kind of show the world. And now, you know, the world's kind of getting to see, you know, just something something new, like a new part of Manhattan. Like, because they thought that Manhattan ended in Harlem. A lot of people still think. Yeah, they do. They're they like, really don't realize yeah, up that uptown exists. And that's it. Like, there's a whole nother world up there. Like, as soon as you cross like 160 something, you got to speak Spanish. So you ask that. Like, yo, you, you know, you just. It's done. You're done. But what about did you did you encounter stereotypes as you were trying to sell this idea and and meet with executives and do the kind of things you have to do to get a show on the yeah, air? Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. But the thing was that the executives were all on our side because it was so real to them like that. We because we I came through. I casted everybody. Like we already had the cast. We had all our friends already, and we just came to them with the idea. So all they had to do was back it, you know. So they were like, "Well, this is a first because you know usually we have to develop and everything, and you know do you know." So you guys came to what you came you know to the plate with everything that you. You know we need it, so it was it was more stereotyping like, oh, you know the show might not be Dominican enough or it might not be uh, this or that enough. But I feel like you know people don't really know what they want. So like they were telling you it might not be too Dominican. Well, you know because there's always a there's always a, a flip to the coin. Like you don't want to look. You don't, like I hope you don't make Dominicans look bad. You know that kind of, that whole right. that whole wave. But I feel like what we did was we showed like real you know family issues. You know you know like. My boy's father going to prison, me trying to like make ends meet to you know pay the rent. Like I, you know, we showed real genuine issues, and I felt like you know it, it touched people and they were able to connect with it. You know? And things like that. Eddie Pagan, what about the? He's talking about some of the stereotypes too. I mean, you say Washington Heights to some people, and they're like, oh. They think drug trade immediately. Yeah, you know, I, I think... Or some kind of hustle going on. Well, I think the issue stems with the fact that the, most of the images that are that, that we see up on the screen, whether it's on, on in, in a cinema or on TV or nowadays online, it's somebody else, Most for the most part, somebody else is creating those images. And it's sort of insular to a certain degree. So what ends up happening is that the rest of the country digests that and... Ends exactly. up thinking so that I that's what we're about. So I didn't want it. Like I could have been in the clubs showing hookah, doing a whole, you know, doing a whole thing that they think generally we do. But I, I chose to show an artistic side. You know, I chose to show, you know, that there's a poet and she's half black, half Dominican. You know what I mean? So there's a poet on there. There's a, a baseball player. I, you know, I'm pursuing music. So we just try to show different sides of what exists in the Heights. You know, like the whole because I, I think it's a renaissance that's happening right oh, now. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Oh, it is. And, and it's like a lot of people start. Oh, what's going? on Watch the Heist and you know ever since the show and it's like now everybody's going up there everybody wants something to do with Watch the Heist now you know what I mean so it's like it's I'm starting to see that it's like
like it's so amazing to there's me. There's so how, many new restaurants. Yeah, and, it's like a lot. You used know, to be just it, Malecon right there, yeah, right before you hit right. the G Dub. There's people yep. pumping culture back into the into the neighborhood, and that's what it is. Like the neighborhood is given so much. There's only so much it can give. You have to give back, you know. And a lot of people now starting to realize that and giving businesses and ways and venues to like allow culture to happen. Really, so I, I can vouch for him a little bit what he's talking about in terms of being Dominican American. And when I first came into comedy scene back in like in the, or like late nineties. I, I, I started experiencing because I was like one of the first pioneering Dominican American comedians to do comedy in English with us with the art form of stand up which was Americanized. I've gotten offers to do shows in Spanish, and my form of comedy is catered from an American perspective, being Latino. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, you, you know, in Spanish, we'll get you some Spanish jokes, and you can go ahead and and yeah. and and do this for our community. But they started catching up to me as I was doing it because um, my man. Um, Audubon, Audubon. Audubon, you know, I can identify what he was saying because that that, that that becomes like a like a struggle with you because you you know this is a, this is a part of you that saying like you know what I can cater to my Latin roots which is good yeah but I can do it my way you know what I'm saying exactly yeah, like, when it, let me just give out the phone. did a really good job of representing like young Dominicans yeah. right now yeah, yeah. I feel, and and he, like even in Santo Domingo I go every year to perform since I started my career. And it's completely changed from when I was a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. the culture. We have two fashion weeks, right. art, film. Um, you know, a lot of our music genres are being, um, you know, used. Used. You're right. Infused by too, a lot yeah. of um, used and infused. I like that. Yeah, okay. Used, infused and used. I, I, I feel like I feel like you know. Dominicans, you know, I think we're taking over right now. Basically. All right, oh, you're going to start a little beefy. Okay, what? All right, hold on. Parate un momentito, por favor. Okay, 1 800 223 9797. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. We're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month and uh, taking your tweets at street underscore soldiers. That's at street underscore soldiers and at Lisa Evers. 1 800 223 9797. What do you like best about being Hispanic? And some other cultures, too. We've got a lot of Dominicans here in the house. Dominican Americans, but uh, Boricua, we, go. we got Boricua here. We're gonna get to Boricua <laughs> in a, in just a moment. But mi Cubanos, uh, everybody else, Colombians, get, Colombian. yeah, half Cuban, half Dominican, half Cuban. Okay, good. All right, we're yeah. mixing up here a little bit. All right, Kareem, I want to talk to you a little bit about the food too, and before we get to the phone calls and the okay. tweets, you you lost like seventy pounds. You yes. did this incredible journey. Yes, and you're in. I mean, people can see you on your website, KareemRamos.com. Yes, you're in incredible shape right now. So, how did you do that, and what do you think? about the culture that kind of maybe the food habits um you know what's interesting is i actually just spoke at a school um last week pure minorities pure latinos and um it was a high school and about maybe i say about 85 percent of them had you know weight issues just by looking into the stands and um and these are kids these are kids that's sad yeah it's it's it's, it's really emotional especially um i used to be 262 with 42 percent body fat and how tall i'm six one but um when i was in high school um i was 18 years old my doctor said that uh by the age of 30 i was gonna have a heart attack or, you were so overweight. Uh, because i was so overweight they said listen wow. but you're not gonna make it to c30 without a heart attack a stroke diabetes high blood pressure and that all runs in a hispanic family you know we we're prone to it you know it's, it's in our blood we we go memo bien we eat good that's what we're known for and our families our mothers make food from the heart you know and that's how they 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 want to express their love too. yeah they want to fill up that plate and um that as, is true and as i got older it's when i started realizing that um 
you know, it's destroying me. And I understand my mom feeds me because she loves me. When I lose weight for photo shoots, like I just did an Isopure national ad campaign, I dropped down tremendously um, down to like, I say 190, just to lean out and get all the muscles pop and everything for this f- commercial and photo shoot. And um, my mom thought I was dying. She's like, ay, Dios mío, gordito, te ves como tan enfermo, que te pasa? You know, and I'm like, no, mom. Explain what that means in English for people who don't speak Spanish. It actually just means, she calls me Chubby's my nickname since I was always a fat Gordi- kid. Gordito. Uh, gordito, yeah. And, uh, you know, she just looked at me like, son, you look sick. Are you okay? Are you stressed <laughs> out? I'm like, mom, I'm the healthiest I've ever been. Like, you know, I'm, I'm training every day, twice a day four in the morning I do my cardio do my weights at night you know it's it I realized um the one like main ingredient that we use and when I was speaking to the school the other day I said you know adobo sazon you know all these you know these things that people use that are loaded with salt like I didn't know that in one spoon of sazon there's like 400 milligrams of sodium Sodium. oh really yeah in one spoon and my mom used to go crazy (laughs) (laughs) that's why everything tastes so good with sazon exactly (laughs) automobile on ham huh just pull a sazon on it you're good (laughs) so you know so I'm like you know it, it, it when when you start realizing these things and you start seeing changes in your body, you start feeling better. And then you start saying to yourself, okay, I can deal without the sazon. I can deal without this. So, you know, it's weird because my mom says that um, whatever woman ends up with me, she's going to have a hard time trying to just cook healthy. And I said, well, it's all in moderation. If you want to add adobo, just put half of half of what you would normally put. Right. Everything already has natural salt to it. Everything has sodium. Like these meat industries, they pack it with sodium and sulfate so it lasts longer. Right. You know, they're into that, you know, quantity, not quality. Back in the days when we were younger, the beef and chicken was a lot more pure. Now it's mm-hmm. hormones, steroids, you know, everything is, they just jamming in it so it lasts longer on the shelf. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, in a sense, I had to basically take the initiative. My brother passed away when I was 18 years old, when I was overweight. He committed suicide. Oh, my God. And, I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, and that was my reality check. My brother was a Nordic model. And Cheyenne, rest in peace. Um, and basically, when Cheyenne passed away, um, I had to make a decision. Do I want to keep going as a thug, overweight, disrespectful, or do I want to change my life mentally, physically, and emotionally? And that's what I did. Spiritually, I changed everything and became who I am today. All right, that's awesome. Well, we're Thank glad you. you're here to talk with us my about pleasure. this, too. Thank All right, one 800 We're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month, the culture, the tradition, the roots, how they're playing out now in 2013 and taking your tweets at street underscore soldiers at Lisa Evers. Let's go to Tara right now um, from the Bronx. Tara, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi, Lisa. Just to say I'm a big fan. Thank you. But um, the Latino culture, I mean, I'm half Puerto Rican, half Cuban, and I'm a first, um, I'm first generation. So it was really hard you know, not being able to see how my father grew up in Cuba, but with him and the support of my family and grandmother, not being able to go there, but with their stories and the food and, you know, just family. That's what Latinos are about. It's family and it's learning and bringing those cultures to the United States and sharing it with our kids. Uh, my husband's also Dominican, so we share three cultures in my house, which to me is a beautiful thing because we were able to teach our daughter how it was back in the day, like how our parents instilled things, like little things as far as like even holidays. A lot of um, people don't know about the Three Kings Day. 
And it's like little Christmas, little things like that. Right. Like, we still celebrate that. And I, I fight with my sisters because I have younger nephews and nieces. And I'm like, we got to keep that tradition because if we don't keep it, they're not going to know anything about those little They won't know anything about, about it. Tre, you know, we los call it Los Tres Reyes I used you know, to get that when I was a kid too. The three kings with yep. the hay. The three kings, you Definitely. get extra presents. Yeah. Tara, thank you Definitely. so much. Thank, thank you so you much so for the much. call. The uh, Ruperto, the family. I mean, that's a huge, huge yeah. thing. I mean, you can yep. automatically. The family may fight. There may be feuds. People may go away mm-hmm. and not talk to people for three or four years, or sometimes longer, and then they'll come back. And but there's always the family. It is family with Latinos. Latinos have a big unity of family. It's crazy. Like a few weeks ago, you know, because I'm on the road, Lisa, doing my thing. But um, my 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 brother he hosted a little, you know, get together in his house, and it was like like six out of the eight of us was there. My grandfather, my mother, my mother brought all the food, and we fight to see who's going to take food back home because that good cooking, man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and like, you know, Here, son, go take this out to the car right now. <laughs> you, know, you know what's crazy, Lisa? You know Here's cra- the foil. Here's exactly. the Reynolds. You got like six rolls of Reynolds wrapped in the kitchen. All the penine. Now, you haven't been, and you haven't really been Have you been to a good Dominican family party in Upper Manhattan or the Bronx where all the furniture is moved out of the living room. Right. There's like about minimum of 50 people right. the biggest speakers bigger than the ones we have yeah, here at Hot 97 right. I, I think they're almost as big as the Summer Jam speakers <laughs> they're in the living room right there but the great thing is the grandfather's there uh-huh. It's not the little kids are there it's not mm-hmm. like a lot of typical American households where it's like let's get rid of the kids and this right. is just a party no, it's for usually, adults like, it's usually, everybody's no, together it's usually a party for like the first year old that's how right. it starts yeah, exactly. that's, that's how it starts it's like right. yo my son turned one today and it starts at like 9 o'clock yeah. at night right. Right. and then he, right. go, he go to sleep like in 2 hours and then it just right. it turn up but after that you know, you it know, gets turned yeah, it up it gets crazy <laughs> Lisa you know it's funny but those parties like that right and I grew up in Florida in this small town in uh, Ocala Florida as a kid and we used to take the garage and it would be the speakers and everyone would hang out in the garage and you know you're in a real Latin family when when you know party when everybody has an instrument. Right. You know, Theo, Theo oh, wow, was the playing music, the bongos, yeah. the other one's playing, playing the conga, you know, like maraca. And, yeah, maraca. Everybody's you know they got the maracas. Everybody's banging away. Everyone's just having it. That's. Like, as a kid, I miss that because I don't have that right now. My family's all over the place. But that's the culture stuff that kept the family close. No matter how mad you got, you were playing the maracas with dad. You were playing this with mom. You were dancing salsa with abuela. Oh. There was no way of getting away from it. And it kept the family close. Audubon, and just creating a moment yeah. where everybody's having fun. Yeah, Audubon touched on a good point. Like, like we, Latinos, the one, one years old, the baby is. and we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll take three parties and make it one of it. A christening. It'd be a, a one-year-old birthday party. <laughs> Six for a party. Six for a party. We find reasons. We <laughs> talk. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's the music, man. The music too. Our music, music is so you know. It, it, it's it's what drives us too, man. The yeah. passion, merengue, bachata, salsa, all the genre of Latino music, man. It gives us a drive to to move, man. It, it's that energy, man. You know, it's just it's, it's yeah. a good. And thing, the part and the party thing, and, and also too, I think I think the appreciation of the kids too mm-hmm. is like is really making things fun for the kids. And you see people even if they don't have, you know, the apartment isn't big enough or whatever, they don't let that. Stay yeah. In the way. Shout to everyone that parties along the Harlem River Drive leading that up to Dykeman. Yeah. But I mean, they had like the other night, they had a uh, couple of tables with like gift bags, like at wow. some fancy yeah. <laughs> Manhattan party. Wow. You know, gift bags for the guests. They had the balloons up. They had the trees that's, were that, decorated. To me, that's like a, that's a cultural thing that kind of stems back from like the island, you know, because yes. like. 
I'll be going to DR and like these people, like you know, it makes me feel bad. But at the same time, it doesn't, cause like they they don't they're not worried about like the things that we're worried about. Like they really uh-huh. got a presidente in their hand, and right. it's cold, and they really they're don't happy. Care. Like yeah, they like yeah. just living their life, like happy in that moment. Yeah, yes. and it's like it's like crazy. It's kind of a juxtaposition, cause you're like you know this is supposed to be third world, but you're you're like living life like you chilling, and I'm over here stressing like you know, and I'm supposed it to be was, in the land yeah. of freedom. Yeah, so it's crazy. Like it's, well, we're in America but, too. Right, it's like and that's, that, that's what I, yeah, that's what that stems from. That's why you come out here. You see the domino tables. Yep, you exactly. see all like they're like, in their own world. They have that same feel. Like yo, I'm here, but I'm not. I'm here. Like I'm. You, you know what's crazy though? What, what he's talking about? Like even in like like Memorial Day weekend or 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 Fourth of July. Like if you ever drive down the West Side Highway off of 158. Oh, it, <laughs> oh yeah. Yo, that that to me yeah. rammed out. Everybody, their mother. They don't have no car, or whatever. They they'll take <laughs> their shopping cart yep. full of whatever. You know what I'm saying? To get there <laughs> and they make it happen, man. And and they and, go early. And they go. Really early to get to, to place spot. your spot because you got to yeah, place yeah, that Latinos, spot. Latinos want to go early. We want to make yeah. sure we get a spot. We're good. <laughs> set, <laughs> we'll and set up and set up, set up with food and refreshments and music. <laughs> it's a party. One, one of the things that's interesting too is that I, I think it drives non-Latinos a little bit bonkers sometimes. Is that we could be here sixty years, forty years, whatever it is. We don't let our culture go by the wayside right mm-hmm. you know we 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 hold on to our traditions and we pass them along i think it, it it changes a little bit from time to generation to generation but you have other cultures that have been here for a long time and right. don't speak their native language anymore don't even call themselves right. you know the hyphenate um yeah. And I think we, we, we hold on to that. You know, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. You can go into New Jersey and still see Cubanos celebrating their culture there. Yeah. I mean, Washington Heights, you don't even have to go there. You know, it's like, boom, it's in your face. Uh-huh. But you go to the Bronx, Lower East Side, the Boricuas are still holding it down with their traditions, you know, and I think that's a beautiful thing for us. That's I right. think so, too. Here's a beautiful thing, too. Hot 97 has your Jay-Z tickets. Yeah. Oh, Jay-Z. Oh, uh, weekend long. Oh, oh, Jay-Z's Magna Carta World Tour stops in BK January 12th and 13th, Barclays Center. Tickets on sale now. You're listening to Hot Night. I like the little music for the jazz. I'm laughing. I'm like, what? Hot, you're listening to Hot 97. Exactly. Right. Everyone's dancing here in the studio. Hot 97 Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Yeah, we're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Taking your phone calls, 1-800-223-9797. We're going to get to your phone calls and your tweets at street underscore soldiers at Lisa Evers when we come back. But I want to give you a heads up on next week's show. Are you addicted to videos? Are you? Do you think videos like Grand Theft Auto Five create violence? How about the guy that decided to just live out Grand Theft Auto right there on the streets? Yes. Snatch a car, snatch a girl, yeah. ram into a few other cars. That's what we're talking about next week. So hit me up, Lisa at Hot ninety seven dot com, if that's you. Okay, we'll be back right after this. Saif, if you could do anything for Hispanic Heritage Month, mm. what would you do? Would you wear one of those mesh tank tops with the Puerto Rican flag on it? <laughs> What about a CD in the rearview mirror? Oh, hanging down? Yeah, hanging down. Yeah. And what is the maximum capacity of people you would try to put in your car for Hispanic <laughs> Heritage Month? I had nine people in my car last night. Yes, I salute in you. In a Corolla. The Hot 97 Morning Show. Make sure you listen weekday morning 6 to 10. Two addictive shows, one seductive night. Sounds like an offer I can't refuse. Welcome to the all-new ABC Sunday. The wildly anticipated premiere of Revenge unloads TV's biggest shocker in its very first minute. I'm addicted to you. Then, it's the series premiere of Betrayal. This is going to happen. No, it can't. TV's most dangerous love triangle. I'm going to crucify him. It all starts tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC. They call me Murphy. 
and I'm a service tech at Quick Lane Tire and Auto Center. It was 9.30 on a Saturday morning, and a Kona Blue Mustang drove in. I'm due for a tire rotation. I poured her coffee, black. She hopped on Wi-Fi, and I got to work. I inflated, rotated, and aligned the tires. Multi-point inspection looked good. Took a half hour. Tops. With a full range of services, great prices on 13 name brand tires, and no appointment necessary, Quick Lane is ready to serve. Visit quicklane.com. Steak. How I yearn for you on this morning. My mouth waters for your delectable flavor. You put a fire in my belly that can only be described as full. So a steak and egg biscuit, right? Start your morning with one of McDonald's steak and egg sandwiches. Made with perfectly seasoned premium steak, a tasty egg, grilled onions, melted American cheese, and served on a toasty muffin or biscuit. Come to me, my love. The simple joy of delicious devotion. For a limited time at participating McDonald's. I heard the fresh fruit taste of premium roast coffee is just a buck at McDonald's. A dollar? I bet it comes in a thimble. Nah, man, you can get that great aroma in any size, small, medium, or large for a buck. Any size? Yep. What if I want to fill a swimming pool? Ha <laughs> ha! See there? Can't fool me. That's your problem. You trust people. <sighs> Why do I let you hang out with me? No conspiracy here. Any size McCafe premium roast coffee is just a dollar at McDonald's. So, seriously, stop by today for more anytime pick-me-up to love. A la carte only. Prices and participation may vary. Because Susan switched to GEICO and saved hundreds of dollars on car insurance, her retirement account wants to bake her a chocolate cake. But it can't. It's a retirement account. It doesn't have the upper body strength to lift a cake pan into an oven. Switch to GEICO, and every time you see the savings, you'll know your retirement account wants to bake you a chocolate cake. But remember, it can't. It's a retirement account. It is, however, happy that you're saving money. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Trojan Mass! So, what do you think? Well, new Trojan Pure Ecstasy condoms are so smooth, it feels like nothing's there. Nothing there! But Trojan Supra Bearskin is America's thinnest non-latex condom. Supra thin! Of course, the Trojan Pleasure Pack has four varieties of condoms. We could try them all. All of them? All night long. So many stimulating condoms, all triple tested for quality. All from the maker of Trojan, America's number one most trusted condom brand. Trusted brand. Tri-State, you know what it is. Funk Flex with some serious car talk. I want to see you this month at Sansone Auto Mall. We are slashing prices all month long, plus guaranteed financing on all purchases. And I'm giving you a $2,500 Funk Flex check towards any vehicle purchase. Sansone Auto Mall is the biggest dealership in Jersey with over 4,000 cars and 10 major brands to choose from with the largest selection of pre-owned under 10,000. Sansone Auto Mall on Route 1, Woodbridge, New Jersey or visit SansoneAuto.com. We're out of quarters again. Did you check the couch cushions? Susan and Mark were always searching for change to do laundry. They didn't think they could afford a washer and dryer. But when a Wells Fargo banker noticed how often they came in for quarters, it got them thinking. With a little help, they learned they could. And we helped them get the borrowing option to make it happen. Because change is good. Come into Wells Fargo to talk about finding the borrowing option that works for you. Because when people talk, great things happen. Wells Fargo. Together we'll go far. Wells Fargo Bank and A member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. With a Sam's Club membership, you get incredible savings every time you shop. And when you join Sam's Club September 25th through October 6th, you'll get a welcome package with free offers on some of our members' favorite items, including a delicious rotisserie chicken and freshly baked sandwich croissants. Your Sam's Club membership lets you save on the things you need most, from fresh produce to household essentials, baby supplies, and more. So join and save Sam's Club, because life is better when you're in the club. See Club for details. What do Grandmaster Flash, Kid Capri, Chub Rock, Coolio, and the Sugar Hill Gang have in common? 
They've all recycled good times by New Yorkers Bernard Edwards and Niall Rogers, better known as Chic. New Yorkers love recycling. Let's show the same love to bottles, cans, and paper so future New Yorkers can enjoy the city long past the next recycle track. Recycle everything. New York City recycles. Call 311 or visit nyc.gov to see how you can do your part. Truly amazing car deals don't come around often, but now they're rolling in. At the Hyundai Truckload of Savings event, you'll find record low prices on the Sonata, Elantra, Santa Fe, and many more of your favorite Hyundai models. But hurry, it all ends September 30th. What up? This is Trey Songz, and this is Street. Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people only on Hot 97. At last, ASAP. In the heights, slack, mass, dark days. Then my nights work, it's time to get it right. With some fucked up nights, still bag the crystal wheel. Let her roll, she fuck with E, I let her roll. Circle shades, professional. Rain dancing on the roof, chiefing like we Seminole. With some niggas talking life on Mars. Aliens try, 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 try and buy the bar With some bitches that they bought the bottles All about the sales With the bosses only fool the bosses never fool the help huh, Party full of bad, bad Bloody zins in the bathroom Drunk to win that pose Then they up low huh. Burning all these feels up You fake fools don't look familiar I set blaze to a bush Cause a forest fire And now I ain't got just, got just, got just Horace Iyer Burning marijuana feels Oh, that's really nice. That's Smoke Signals by one of our guests in studio with us right now, the artist Audubon, and he's here with us. That's featuring ASAP Ferg, by the way, uh, produced by my homie Frankie P. So That's hot, really hot. Thank you. Thank Congratulations you. on that. Thank you, thank Smoke you. Smoke Signals, it's called. Now, he's also the, I, I want to say executive producer, creator of Washington Heights, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you could definitely throw that on there. I'm not going to be mad at that title, you know? You know executive yeah. producer, creator, <laughs> inspiration yeah, for the reality I mean, team. I'm, I'm, I'm one of them, you know, I'm not, you know, I had a team, so. Humble, too. You got it all. All right. <laughs> one of, the, one of the, the driving forces behind MTV's Washington Heights reality show, Washington Heights native, also with us is comedian Ruperto Vanderpool. What's up? Yeah. And also Kareem Ra- uh, Ramos. See, now, I'm get- now you got me caught in the, in the cultural. I got Kareem Ramos or Kareem Ramos. Kareem Ramos, Kareem Ramos, Gordito, whatever it is. I'm happy. His book is called From Fat Farm, F-A-T Farm, to Fat Farm, P-H-A-T Farm. He's a lifestyle and fitness expert for globalgrind.com, Russell Simmons' website. And uh, the book was endorsed by Run and also by Russell. We also have with us the artist Maluka. She's the first Dominican artist signed to Universal. Maluka. Hi. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for and having me. We appreciate it. And Edwin Pagan, his uh, documentary is called Latinos Beyond Real. Real is in R-E-E-L, like in a film. It's called His website is latinosbeyondreal.com, talking about different stereotypes and uh, other issues. And let's see what's going on with Twitter. Angelique, what are people saying over there? Sure. So one of the tweets was from at Arlie underscore XO, who says, being Hispanic to me means loyalty and always sticking together in the Dominican food. Best thing you'll ever have. Another tweet comes from at Suelo Coronado, who says, by the way, I'm Dominican. Hispanic people love everyone and we are funny people like we really love to get along. And the last tweet comes from at JT245, who says, Hispanics are more than just what the media movies portray us as. We're more than just gangsters and tequila drinkers. <laughs> All right, there True, it is. Man. Edwin, you're shaking your head on that. You like that. No, I agree because, I mean, that's the premise of our, our documentary. You know, I mean, basically, it, it's a hard-hitting documentary that kind of shows in a very, in a very concrete way all the images, the 
negative images that have been put out since the beginning of Hollywood. Um, and um, we don't present any sort of final answers. We just want to put the make people topic, aware of it, make aware of it, and also start a dialogue because I think we, we we tend to gloss over it every time something really good happens. You know, we see someone getting an award or somebody just you know getting record. to the Supreme Court, Sonia exactly. Sotomayor, and that's beautiful. And I think that's you know I'm like I'm I'm, I'm in awe that I'm in the room with these folks because they're all doing a lot of talent a lot of talent talent. and this is what we need we need our folks to be out there and take charge of our own industries right whether it's Mm -hmm. comedy rap you know fitness performing singing and and i think that's where we empower ourselves but the squeaky wheel gets the grease and i think you know instead of negating the fact that this has happened we have to say listen this is out there. This continues to happen because it's not something that just happened. You can turn on any TV station and somewhere along the lines, you're going to see some sort of inside joke that's at our expense. And it happens in the news. In the documentary, we also go into what's happening in news. So you, you look at the issue of immigration. And I mean, there's a lot of people that are here legally, But who do they always show as the poster child of immigration, of illegal immigration? Mexicans, Latinos. If you look at when they're talking about uh, public assistance, they'll always show the dark-skinned Latino or African-American, you know, and it's not that. There's subtle stereotypes. Subtle stereotypes. And if you're someone who sees that bombarding you day in and day out in the news and film, uh, etc., you think that's it. That can affect your your self-esteem right, and, exactly. and also how you look at yourself. 1-800-223-9797. Hit us up on Twitter, at street underscore soldiers. At Lisa Evers, let's go to Sabian from the Bronx. Good hey, morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. I'm doing good, and I want to say that um, Dominican and Puerto Rican people are special people. Um, All right, Sabian, I want to say one thing. Please turn the radio down in the background, babe. So you want to say one thing? Hold Can you please on. turn the radio down in the background because we're, we're getting feedback? Hold we on. can't hear you. Okay, let me hold on. Everybody hold on now, okay? <laughs> yeah, you got to hold on. 1-800-223-9797. Hit me up on Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm listening. You good? Okay. All right, what's your I'm point? Good. What's your point? My, my, my okay, point? Okay, Sabian, I asked you. Nicely. My point is that you gotta turn the radio. people, that's what I'm saying. All right. Thank you so much for the call. All right. He was he was listening and talking at the, at he talking wanted at the same time. I know. <laughs> I un- I understand. You know, it's 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 all good. Hey, Lisa, real, wait, wait. real quick, I have an ADD moment. I I was just looking at my phone during break and all my boys were hitting me up, you know, my like good boys are like, Listen, man, congratulations. Blah 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 blah. You're on high ninety seven and you know, they said I've always had a crush on Lisa. Hey. So I'm like, wait a minute, are you congratulating me? Or are you trying to get, you know, you're trying to give me, like, yo, I can't believe it. I, I just read like six messages. Man, you're on the air with Lisa. That's amazing. I have a crush on her since way back in the right? day. Yeah. Really about- yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yo, where's my that's congratulations? Awesome. I'm so on sweet. Hot 97. Like, I'm the one here right now with her. What's, See, and, that, you know? and that's the other thing about Latino men yes. is they just know what to say oh, to yeah. women. Oh, they yeah, just definitely. know to get that smile definitely. and to that's break right. that ice. Yeah. Roberto, right? Am I right I or wrong? You know how we do. We got, especially, I don't want to, you know, um, censor Tell them this thank up. you. Let me be gracious. I'll, thank I'll, you. I'll look at you. Look at you. Bless you. All right. <laughs> I, I actually, I wanted to say, um, you know, come being, I don't want to just talk about just being Dominican. I love being Dominican, first of all. But I just also want to shout out to all Latinos in general, the Panamanians, Colombia. If we go on, there's like 20 Latino countries out there. So, um, shout yeah. out to all of them. But we all, we, we, we are the language of love, man. I, yes. I, you know, we, we speak how we talk to, you know, we got the swag, the, the smoothness, we passionate. passionate. 
<laughs> Out of water's in my ear right now. He's trying to pick me up. <laughs> but no, I, I don't think so. <laughs> but that's what it is, man. We just we just romant we we romance we just romantic. You can, I'm a Maluka. You agree or disagree? Yes, I I agree very much so. Uh-huh. But I don't I don't fall for that. Um. Uh, <laughs> okay, but as a, but as a woman, as swag. Your, okay, but as a, as a woman, yeah. You see how Latino men, mm-hmm. black men, white mm-hmm. men, mixed men, men yeah. of every different variety co- come at you. I'm sure because you're you're gorgeous. Are there Thank you. you are are there uh, you know are there certain differences you notice like with the Latino like do you feel like you know the Latino game better than the other ones and so when they kick it you can oh. be kind of like you don't want to like actually, make it happen. Actually, my first single is called El Tigerazo. What does that which mean? Has, El Tigerazo is what Dominicans call like the bad boy, like El Tigre, the guy in the, the corner, tiger, dude, right? the bad yeah. the bad boy in the corner that uh-huh. your mom doesn't want you to date. <laughs> right. And growing up, you know. Um, in Washington Heights, it's like you couldn't walk down Broadway without all these dudes trying to holler at you. I mean, I I'm mean. just like swatting them away, like no boo, I ain't got time for this. <laughs> so I'm like, it's it's kind of like I'm 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 poking fun at my experience growing up with all this Dominican swag and all this. Uh, <laughs> I think it was all up in the air and so. the cars. Yeah, that's true. Like I had, you had to like because of that, I had to find different ways to like scoop. Girls like around my because it was like, yeah, you have to be creative. Like, I was, yeah, like, I'd have to like be funny, like, you know what I'm saying? Which is funny, like, like I had to use humor to kind of like diffuse that whole, like, oh, back up. Yeah, I'd be like, you're walking away from your future right now. That's what you're doing. Turn around, you're walking away from your future. That's so Dominican. That's what Dominicans, that's what Dominicans, you're walking away from your future. Stop this right now. Are you one of the, are you one of those guys when you ask a girl for her? Well, now it's different because you're a public figure, right? But before you became a public figure, were you one of those guys that when a girl, you'd ask a girl for a phone number and then she give you the phone number you call it right there to make sure she didn't give you the wow, dummy number no 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 that's crazy no what i just do is i give my phone like hey uh, uh, you need a, and then like, what do you nah, just put my put your number in and i just do it like i do that kind of thing. i don't never oh i have to give my number now that's the i've been doing that but like just take my number and if you want to do something with it you do something with it if not then i understand like it's totally understandable so you, you're giving it you're making her have the choice yeah so like it's, giving it's, her my, the it's, choice. My, it's my like it's my i have to make myself memorable you know what i'm saying in that moment right there for like she can be looking through her contacts oh that's that dude bam see i do it i do it completely opposite <laughs> i've noticed i mean i guess maybe this is one of my reasons from being overweight and just realizing the changes i've come you know overcome but um i don't kick it to girls i don't go up to girls and say yo let me get your number but i don't i don't do that stuff can i think we, it's too can we I think say it's women too, i women okay women, yeah, to ladies women. yes to ladies i know right? um it's too cliche for me like in my in my personal opinion um i've realized that when you're just confident and humble um, it attracts and it draws attention and people pick up on it, you know, so I, I, I like, you know, I get the girls that come up to me and they're like, oh, hey, you know, get the confident you, women. You, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you. you know, like, like, you know, like, you know, they won't ask me for my number per se, but I see that they're interested and I'm the type of guy. I know you're interested, but I'm still not going to go in for it. If I see you again, then we'll talk. Oh, if not, well, for, for our listeners, I, that I don't, you know, like, I, I mean, and, it, and it's worked for me, you know what I but mean? But that's like, like the flip I, of the way, like learn. nature. That's like, so that's like the flip. <laughs> Like the guy's fall, supposed to be yeah. the hunter. Nah, We're supposed fall, to be the hunted. I fall completely back. If I'm interested in a woman, I let her know I'm interested, but I do it with respect. Did you? you know? how, how did your whole thing with the way that you look at women change when you lost the weight? Did the weight like? Did you notice all of a sudden women like women were reacting to you differently? Just in general on the yeah. streets as you were dropping the weight. I've always I've always had a great personality. My mother raised me to be you know really humble and loving. And um, when it came to the ladies, it was. Um, 
my, my choices when I was overweight were real limited. You know, I didn't get to choose as many different women as I wanted to when I was overweight. They loved me for my inner beauty, my, my, my big bear smile and everything. And, um, as I lost the weight and became more confident with myself, cause back then I was very insecure. I didn't think, you know, and you know, anyone found me attractive cause I didn't find myself attractive. So when I lost the weight and I started realizing like, you know what, I'm not the flyest guy in the world, but I'm not the ugliest guy in the world. You know, and then I just took that and ran with it. And, you know, it's it's all about being humble with yourself, making the girl laugh, making the woman feel special. And you know what? You do that. People pick up on it. And, you know, women want to be a part of that. Well, Luca, what about for 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 Latinas? The some of the stereotypes have you like you're talking about the guy, the guy in the corner. You have to deal with that. Something that that a lot of women have to deal. with, But it is really intense. It is. It is really intense. And, and for me, as an as an artist, as a woman, as a Latina, I really tried to push those stereotypes and I break down those boundaries you know I'm not like this I don't cha-cha-cha on the way to the train station every day and like wear red lipstick and like you know and do you feel like for the young women there's there's a there's that that pressure like it's all about whether or not the guys pay attention to them yeah I mean I I think this goes for for all women in general right yeah so um I don't know I feel like for me I just try to keep it really honest and keep it really real you know, in, in what I do in my art. And, you know, my Instagram pictures, sometimes I look like a hot mess. I just woke up. My breath is hot, you know. And then sometimes I'm looking real sexy and cute, you know. And that's just real. It is real. It is real. And I think it's sometimes it like it, it relieves that pressure of like I have to be a certain kind of a way. And I, ultimately, you attract the kind of person that you are inside. And that's what it's about. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, if you're, if you're putting that out there that, you know, all your pictures are like you made up and like, you know, and of course, like people are going to put you to that standard. Like, you know, that's what they expect yes. of you. So when you don't put the picture in the morning or the selfie, yeah, yeah, the hotness, you know, and all that, then it's like, oh, well, you know, she's too perfect or she's. You know, that's yeah. the problem. Or she's been up all night, and that's right, the picture she know. took before she. But went there's out. a lot of women. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The majority of women do that instead of doing what Maluka does, though. You but know it, what I'm saying? And that's that's the problem. And I think that a lot of my fans, um, both men and women, appreciate the fact that I'm not afraid to um, put all to be real to, to all the faces to put all my all faces the faces. Yeah, there, you know what, what I mean. And the, and and it makes me approachable as well. Natural that's, beauty is a that's beautiful awesome. thing. You know, so one thing that I'll ask you, because I, you know, and, and I'm sure you you know this when you were doing casting, is that like when I'm working on a film and we're doing a casting, you know, I'll get pictures emailed to me because now it's more electronically. You can just send them right, to JPEGs. And it's amazing how many pictures I get but from both women and guys that all they want to show the fact is that they got a great right. physique right. and all I'm looking at that moment is what does your face look like right. Right. and it'll be a, a full body shot doing the pose you know bending over on a car or something the sex and, appeal and all I'm looking for is that head and shoulders that shows me what you look right, like like a typical like an acting headshot alright yeah. that's some good advice for people that are going yeah. for films for film and TV is Absolutely. if you do it sending a full like a full body shot you need to also send yeah because unless I'm doing a hot video I don't need to see the rest for that but that's know? the we that, can, that goes under the whole pressure of you know of the, you know the stand like that's what they feel the industry is wanting from right. them so that's perfection what that's what they're putting that, out so there. that's what they're putting out there you know yeah. it's like it's almost like nobody's doing anything to kind of change that it's like you know I'm, I'm gonna show my body because if I show my body I might get the job over her right it's, it's that simple you exactly know? It's like, they're gonna be interested and so until 
something's done where it's like okay you know someone has to like stand up or something and be like you know this is you know it doesn't always have to be about you know this and beauty and all that stuff it just have to be about realness but well rick owens recently um for paris fashion week he had all um heavy um I don't, it's not heavy but um Full figure, uh, full, full figure, figure. Yes. plus size, um, plus size models, models, real yeah. women. Actually, they were a stepping team. Mm-hmm. Nice. And um, I just it blew my mind, you know. And I feel like that's exactly what yeah, that's that's the that. industry needed to yeah. shake things shake, up. Yeah. And, shake the, um, and a lot of them were were mostly um, African American women, which you rarely see on the see runway. On the runway yeah. anyway. No, that, you, know? you know what? That's a great show. Let me, let me take a phone call here. Elvis from Washington. Elvis, hi. You're on Hot 97. What's going on? Yo, Ruperto, maldito tiguerazo. What's good? Yeah, what's going on, brother? <laughs> what's this? Yeah, hello, Ruperto. He did a movie, Platano Men, on the Vacilón. Okay, you're right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Listen, uh, we're taking over, Ruperto. We're from 110 to Diamond. That cat, they look like platinum. They green right now. They are. They are. <laughs> they green platinum. We might have the first person eating platinum in the White House. We got a black person right now. We might. Have- as we were talking, listen, we have like two billion Dominican baseball players right now. Mm-hmm. We got Victor That's Martinez um, doing bodybuilding thing. I don't know why. I know Victor Martinez. Victor Martinez is my man. That's my boy. Who got into that? We He's got um, basketball player now. We never play basketball. We playing basketball now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me see what else. We got that girl that be Colombiana. We used to do only funny movies. Now we're doing like serious movies. Right. And, and we got this girl at the day. Oh, Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. I know Zoe yeah. too. She's also yeah. actress and she's also. Good point. Mm-hmm. And the devious movie. Oh, we come a long way. way. We come from the. From and the, look at Miguel. In terms of music too. Look at look at, look at Miguel. Miguel. Phenomenal. Miguel, that's right. Yeah. Look at Maluka. Yo, but I just want to. Maluka, look at Audubon. I love you. Thank you for calling, brother. All right, Elvis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right, let's go to uh, Baby G from the Bronx. <laughs> Baby G. Baby, Baby G, G from the Bronx. Um, I'm at a jewelry house from the Bronx, and I feel that it doesn't matter. Like, even when I heard Mama Luca right now saying that we're big or full figure, that's who we are. We're big women exactly. with yes. pervasive bodies. So people like her who are skinny, maybe, because I've never really seen her, because I don't know who she is, but who are you people t- like who are you her about? Who, are, who, are, who are size six, you know, consider no, she's about, she's about a zero. No, but I'm not saying if she's a zero or not, but she just... <laughs> no, I mean the size zero. Women as being big, and us being a 12 or a 14, that's who we are. That's our shape. Yeah. No, you're you know, absolutely that's, right. That's what we are, that's what we're proud of. When we walk down the street, people like anyone else looks at us like, oh, those are the, the fat Latinas, or those are the dark Latinas. We call y'all thick. No, actually. We call that what? Yeah, call y'all thick. He said thick and lovely. Thick and though. lovely. Thick and lovely. Because, you know. No, but, yeah, but it's not about us being thick and lovely. Why can't we just be a woman? No, I mean, no you're absolutely can. right. You're absolutely right. I'm actually why not. Why we should be like, oh, the platano with the mango without the salchichon? Like, why we got to be there? Like <laughs> right, okay, right. but I, I think there's a, no, and I, and I think there's, I think there's also a thing between being, between being whatever, you, whatever term you want to call it, that whether it's plus size, whether right. it's full figured or whatever, there's a difference between being that and just plain 
overweight. Yeah, that's like, that, like that's in a my health, situation. That's a health yeah, risk. Like I used to be. I used you know, to let's be, be real about that. Let's not slide. You let's know, not blur you, that line. Yeah, you know what you I'm know saying. What it is also, but it's I, a very thin line. That's what y'all fail to understand. Because honestly, the, like I'm five four. 180 pounds, but I'm a 36 deep with a 28 inch waist. I'm not unhealthy. I don't know how you do that. You know what it is? (laughs) At the the end of the day, what it is is you just want to make sure you're healthy inside and out. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to be 262, and I I come from a big Latin family. I got a lot of big Latin uncles that are overweight, and I used to be overweight. And you know what? Um, My self conscious ate me. I was insecure. I was depressed, and I was a binger. My My emotions were eating. Everything I did, I ate. When I was happy, I ate. When I was bored, I ate. I come from a big Latin family. Arrona, Vichuela, Gandule, Petnid. That's all we used to eat. And you know what? I had to make a change because I wanted to better myself, you know, inside. I didn't want to be that guy with the, you know, the diabetes. I didn't want to be that guy with the high blood pressure. And I definitely don't want to give it to my children when I have kids. So, you know, in my situation, and if I ever dated a woman, it was a big woman, I would make sure my woman stays in shape in the sense of I want her to always be healthy inside because at the end of the day, you're going to give my children, we're going to have a family. We, I want to make sure my wife is around longer than I am. And you're going to have a healthy relationship too. You know, we just yes. have, uh, TJ just told me that we have Maluka's song here in the system. It's called Vernacula. Maluka, um, introduce this for us. Tell us what that means so for So this record um, is a record that I did with my fellow... Um, um, my, my, my fellow, my colleagues are called Future Brown. The group is called Future Brown. And it's um, the futuro of the brown kids, basically. Oh. Um, it consists of Nguzu Nguzu, Fatima Al-Kadiri, and um, Jay Kush. And what is the theme? And what does this, what does this mean? Vernacular. Um, vernacular is, is, it's, um, it means vernacular. Right. Like- and basically, this is uh, a song about us, Latinos, and um, saying, you know, Get in, get into the, get into the vernacular. Like yeah. this know, is it. Deal with it. Like here we are. Basically, Recognize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I try. La tortura, tú no sabes nada, tú eres basura. Yo soy la madura, yo soy la tortura, tú no sabes nada. Entre mi cultura. All right, and that is a uh, vernacular. And this is like an exclusive. This is this is hasn't been released yet. So you guys just got an exclusive. Oh, snap. I love that. I love it. You know, many artists, nice. many artists have really had amazing experiences here after being on Street Soldiers. Yeah, and we're, we're really, really trying to push the boundaries of um, who's going to listen to what. Exactly. I and love what's, that. And what's this Latin, what's what is so-called like Latin music. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like lose the line. I just say I, I continue love it. to be yourself yeah. at the end of the day. When you're yourself. People well, everybody else is taken. 
I love that. I, saw, I saw Maluka. Listen, the, the song is called Vernacula or La Vernacula. It's called Vernacular. Vernacular. Just called Vernacular by Maluka. I wish we had more time for this because it's awesome. But and Future Brown. And Holler Future to Brown. Future Brown. That's Shout right. out to Future Brown. Uh-huh. Latinos thank coming you. black. Thank you so. <laughs> <laughs> Off labor. <laughs> thank, so, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. I thank wish you. we had more time for this. Ruperto Vanderpool. Yeah, I wish we had That's more time. Please. It goes fast. You're going to see him. You've seen him all over the place. His fans are calling up, clogging up our phone lines That's here. He's a <laughs> comedian with Diddy's Bad Boys of Comedy. Yes, He's out. Look for him in November at the Lehman Arts Center. This big show with Paul Rodriguez. Yes, and sir. Ruperto, thank you very much for thank being with us. Thank you for us. having me, Lisa. Shouts we- out to my peoples out there. I love you. Me quiero mucho. I'm Dominican, baby. And all Latinos. Yeah. All right, fellas. All right. <laughs> and Audubon, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you heard you his single. Me. No, and that was that was hot too. Smoke signals. Yeah, you can uh, find that on um hotel audubon rsvp.com. And that's like my whole mixtape is on there. So, you know, enjoy. Hotel Audubon rsvp.com. Check out Smoke Signals with Audubon. Thank you so much for Thank being you. with us. Thank okay, you. we really appreciate it. Out Manhattan in the house. <laughs> All right. Um, Kareem. Yes. Thank you so much Pleasure's for being with us. Mine. We really appreciate I it. Just, I just wanted to say, um, you know, my, before my brother passed away, we always spoke about being in Hot 97 and uh, coming to the studio when we were kids. And uh, I just want to say, Cheyenne, rest in peace, big brother. We made Hot 97, Lisa. We're on the show. All right. Rest in peace, Cheyenne. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kareem. The book is called From Fat Farm to Fat Farm. And uh, Maluka, thank you very much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. This is really, really legendary because I grew up with Hot 97. All right. And also, of course, to all of our Hispanic heritage here at Hot 97, Cypher Sounds, DJ Enough, Camilo, Laura Styles. Am I forgetting anybody? CeeLo. CeeLo. And of course, the first, uh, Angie Martinez. And of course, Dominican. Well, no, the whole my whole crew here. We got, we got tons and tons of people here. Dominican Drew, of course. Yeah, everybody knows. Lisa, we got Andrew. Edwin. Oh, Edwin! I forgot he over there. It's all right. Thank I, you so I, much I, for being I, with us. No, just thanks. Oh, for that's why you guys are pointing. I'm like, that's oh, right. what are you pointing? Thanks for inviting uh, me out. And it's our nice to be among all these sexy Latinos. And um, you can you can download and watch the uh, the documentary at latinosbeyondreal.com. And also, there's a feature there for bringing it to your town. All right. Thank you so much for being with us. And also next. Sunday we're going to be talking about addicted to video games, Grand Theft Auto 5 and uh, are you addicted to video games? Really honestly. Hit me up Lisa at Hot97.com. Hit me up on Twitter at Street underscore Soldiers at Lisa Evers. Thank you to my whole crew executive producer Tone Capone Dominican. Tone Tone. Associate producer (laughs) Angelique Tyree um, our production supervisor the one and only Andrew Varis aka Dominican Drew his uh, weekday name, TJ, our board op. Cuban. Please, <laughs> are you Cuban? Since oh, when? Cubano. Oh, come on. Wow. That's great. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Please check me out. <laughs> check me out on the Fox 5 News at 5, 6, and 10. Uh, check it out, lisaevers.com for the free podcast, for the uh, social media feeds, for where I'm going to be, for where I just was, all the videos, how we keep it moving, all the community projects. It's all right there on lisaevers.com. Celebrating Hispanic heritage. Big shout out to all of my Hispanic and Latino listeners and audience who have kept us on the air all this time and major, major support everywhere we go. Have a great week, everybody. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope
hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Push for peace. This is Refi 911, and we have important news for homeowners. Are your mortgage payments late? Are you threatened with foreclosure? Call Refi 911 and save your home. Our network of attorneys and mortgage workout specialists know the new laws and can help solve your mortgage problems before it's too late. If you have been denied a loan modification or been the victim of a pre-